Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to another great episode. Speak your mind with your boy Stamp and the country boy. Uh, we got to get this out of the way early. We still waiting on somebody to, to get us a booster for Big Mac's uh, internet. You know, nobody reached out to us. Hey, I'm just putting it out there early. But, um... <laughs> hey, but uh, as always, uh want to say thank you guys for listening to us, supporting us um, when you don't have to. Also, you know, anybody out there, we put this out there every week. Um, if anybody wants their small business spotlighted on, on the podcast, please reach out to us uh, either via social media or you can send us an email uh speak your mind with stampin mac at gmail.com um big mac what's the word of the day patience what you mean by patience yeah i agree with that you got you gotta be patient um you gotta be thoughtful as well. You know, patience and being thoughtful goes hand in hand, in my opinion. Um, you know, the topic, you know, today, you know, I was talking to one of my cousins last night. Shout out to my cousin, Tonya. Um, and she said, she was like, you know, cuz, she was like, I really feel we've messed this generation up. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And she was like, because uh, she was like, we've tried to give this generation a life that we didn't have growing up. Well, we came from nothing. Most, you know, the majority of the older people, we came from nothing. So we try to give our kids everything that we didn't have. So, so the topic of the day is kids. Where did we go wrong? And w- what's your take on that, Big Mac? You get us kicked off. We need to re- we, we need to rephrase that. Okay. It need to be parents where we went wrong. Because when we grew up, we had this thing called village. We had a village. Everybody in your neighborhood had permission to chastise you, make you do right. 
to be on the straight and narrow without having to hear negative stuff from your parents or your aunties and without the kids being disrespectful back to our adults. It's not the kids, though. It's us parents. Like Bernie Mac say, it's us parents. We messed up the village. We let the village disappear. Now somebody say something to your child, you want to go and kill them and knock them all outside the head, cuss them all out, put it on internet, let everybody see how you going off on them. That's what's happened with these kids. See, we, we didn't we didn't allow that when we, when we was growing up. If Miss Janice told you to go home, it was yes, ma'am, you went home. If one of the older cats told dude told you to go home, don't do that, boy. It was yes, sir, and you went on about your business. Now you say something to these kids, they gonna cuss you out, might pull a pistol on them. Then they're going to go home and tell their parents and what their parents going to do. Support their wrongdoing. That's what happened to this generation. Uh, you know, I, I agree with everything you said. I mean, that with the whole village aspect, you know, it, everybody had the, the, the um, green light to say something to us when we were growing up. If they knew us and they knew our mama or daddy, whoever, they had the green light to get the, the light in us. It wasn't no ifs, ands, or buts um, because we were more afraid that they would tell our parents what we did than anything, so we, we ducking and dodging. We getting out of Dodge anyway. But, you know, now, like you said, um, you know, a lot of these kids, they, they just feel like, hey, my, my parents, gonna, they going to have my back, even in my wrongdoing. Um, and so they, they feel like they untouchable in some aspects. They feel like, hey, you know, I'm above getting in trouble. I'm above the freight. And I just feel like that we, you know, we have to, we have to kind of sort of just fire. To use a military term, we have to just fire and and get back to it takes a village to raise, you know, to raise our kids. And yes, we as parents, we I feel we've went wrong because, uh, you know, we we have tried to give our kids, you know, a life that we didn't have. You know, some like a lot and a lot of time our kids look at us now and they're like. Man, my, my, my dad didn't come from no, no bad background. He didn't come from, he didn't have lights on time. He didn't have water. Um, uh, he had to stay in a, ho- a motel or whatever. He, di- he didn't come from that. Look at how we live now. You know, so, and we, we have to continue to remind our kids that what you see now is not where, you, what, where I came from or where the parent came from. So, and in a sense, like with what my cousin said, I really, I agree with it because that was the one thing that we said and me, you said this too. We've always was like, hey, we want to be a better parent to our kids than we were parented by our parents. And, And in the midst of that, Sometimes we lose sight of some of the rights and wrongs when it comes to our kids. Even even though that's not our intent, sometimes it still it still gets lost in the fray of some of the things that, you know, we try to instill in our kids, some of the things that we try to tell them, you know, and the one thing I'll say is is this before I give it back to you. A lot of times we can be the best parents that we want to be. And our kid can go out here, rob somebody, shoot somebody, um, do something, commit a crime, do something wrong. And we've done everything we could do as a parent. But at the end of the day, when, when our kid do something, they're going to look back at us and be like, man, they got some trash parents. 
What what were the parents doing? Where they was at? Not knowing that you have told your kid everything, showed them, tried to do everything. You've done everything you felt like you could do. But the kid just wanted to go out there and be bad. That's true. You know, the first they always want to point the finger at the parent. But when you know you done did all you can do, can't worry about nobody pointing no fingers at you. Because that, you at that point where they don't want to listen to you, you get on your knees every night and pray for them. And, and, and I kind of feel your cousin on, on a sense by us spoiling our kids and our what we didn't have. You got to remember, our parents gave us what they, they didn't have. That's true. So, that's just something that you want. You got to want better for your kids. You got to want stuff you didn't have. Now, I'm not telling you just to outright spoil them. But as a parent, it's your job to keep them at a certain level because that's when kids start turning to the street. Oh, my parent ain't going to help me get this and that and that. All my friends got it. I want to have it. So then they go to doing stuff that ain't got no business doing. Yeah. That, that... These kids are not like us. No. They ain't want, they, all of them want to be alike. Yes. We didn't want to be like nobody else. We didn't want to dress like nobody else. We didn't want to wear the same thing nobody else wore. Now it's a copycat league. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is true. And then on on top of that, to to elaborate on what you said, um, I feel too that our kids have a lot of information. They have a lot of information at their fingertips. And what I mean by that is, you know, like when we used to get a whipping, there was no time where we ever thought, hey, you know, hey, if I get a whipping, I'm going to run away. You know, or if I'm told that I don't want to do nothing, I can sit and be disrespectful to, to an adult. Or. I could just feel like I could do whatever I want to because that's what I want to do. And I feel like, um, and then you think about it too. You have sometimes now, like I was just seeing in the, um, in the news, an ex basketball player, his son was being disrespectful at the airport. He slapped him in the back of the head. Somebody called the police on him and he got, Arrested. So that's what I'm saying. That we have to be. We got so many gates. That we have to avoid. When it comes to our kids. Society. You know, like now people are getting confused on rearing your child in child abuse. Like if you whoop your child in public, now a lot of people look, they calling the police on you saying you that's child abuse. Well, no, you just whooping your child or disciplining your child for being bad, doing wrong, and, and so on and so forth. So it just it just seems like that that now we not only do we got our kids to be concerned with them doing. Now we got to be concerned with Karen calling the police on us. And, and the crazy thing about it, if my child went and knocked on Karen door and asked us for something to eat, she wouldn't get nothing to eat. Nope. But if I popped one in front of Karen, Karen really called the law. Exactly. Make that make sense. It, 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 does, it doesn't make sense, man. You know, it, it really doesn't. And that's the sad thing that now it's like we in this society where it's a aha, I got you type thing when it comes to you as a parent. Where um, 
Like we could, we can, we could try to do everything in our power, but somebody always out there with a camera phone. And don't get me wrong, camera phone come in handy for when somebody actually doing something wrong. But a lot of times, somebody could record you whooping your kid, and it goes viral, and all you were doing was disciplining them. And then now everybody's saying, hey, man, this dude need to go to jail for, for child abuse. And when we were growing up, child abuse, I done got whooped with extension cords, switches tied together, belts, anything, anything that they could grab to hit us with, that's what they did. And now it's almost like we have to whoop our kid, tell them to bend over like we, we in school and paddle them. You know what I'm saying? Now, you, you whoop them. They go to school. They got a whip on their arm. Hey, where you get that from? Oh, I got a whipping. Oh, oh. We, we need to call, call them. Folks. Call defense. Yeah, we need to call defense. We need to get them out here to check to see what's going on. Next thing you know, oh, you got... Yeah, yeah you, next thing you know, you got somebody ringing your doorbell. Hey, uh, you know, Mr. Stamper, um, we, we need to come in and check the, uh, the wellness of uh, how Jada is living. Or how Jordan is living. <laughs> and you like, what? Yeah, uh, you know, you know, she complained about, you know, her leg was hurting. We seen she had a whip, or he had a whip. You know, they said they got a whipping, but you know, you don't normally get a whip from a from a whipping. So now you so it's so many different dynamics that they've made it so hard for us as parents to even be a parent. You know, like what were these? They want to run your household. Yes, what were these people at when we were getting hit? We were getting chairs thrown at us. What? What they, what they was at? You know what I'm saying? You know, the thing is, back in our day, it wasn't no internet. One note, uh, you can get some likes or go viral. That's what all people do it for. They don't do it for help. They do it for likes and viralness. There's no more loyalty. True. Because when people fought when we was young, we broke up the fight. We didn't stand there and record it. No, and th- exact. That's another thing. Like it was, it was two girls fighting at um at my son's school about two or three weeks ago, and the girls fought for about five to ten minutes. The kids were standing there watching them. Like they didn't even try to break them up. They just stood there recording them. Now, God forbid. Like one of the little girls had got thrown over the rails or something like that because it almost happened. But the crazy thing, I asked Jordan, I said, Jordan, why didn't nobody break them up? He said they told them at the school not to because if if a teacher break them up and they get hurt, then the teacher going to get fired. If one of the kids break them up and something happened to them, the kid going to get suspended and their family can get sued. So he said that's why people just let them fight. Think about that. Like, Think think about that. You don't you let somebody get beat to a pulp because you worried about a lawsuit or getting fired. These teachers don't care either, man. Some of them don't care at all. You know, but these kids don't care either. They so disrespectful. You know, I ain't never when we was in school, you never seen a kid snatch a teacher's wig off. Nope. My son seen that with his own eyes. And then it went viral. Yeah, every that bold. Yeah, every everything. Shoot, I still remember when we was in what grade did Miss Ronaldo teach? Second or third grade or fourth grade? You remember her? Second. Okay. I still remember, man, we was in school and her biggest thing in her classroom was make sure you keep your book bag underneath your desk or put it in front of you. If I if I trip over your book bag, we're gonna have trouble. And I still remember very vividly. And anybody, if you graduated with us, you remember that one day we was in class and Tequila Hudson left her book bag out. Miss Ronaldo almost tripped. She had a crayon box in her hand and she hauled off and smacked her in the back. Ain't nothing happened to her. She didn't get fired, she didn't get suspended, nothing. <laughs> 
Nothing like I'm just saying it things just were different back. Things just were different, you know, and I feel like, you know, because one of the biggest things I know with us, with our kids, we try to make them earn the stuff, right? And see if that's going to, you know, say so they can understand, hey, you earn this, it'll make you feel better about, you know, rather than I just give it to you, right? So that's that's what we've been on. So, you know, we we said, you know, we was in Miami. We said, hey, you know what? Uh, we had bought Jordan and Jada something, you know, I ain't going to say what. We bought both of them something and we gave them like say, hey, this what needs to transpire. You know, we're going to do it. We're going to do it the opposite. We're going to buy you something that you want and see how you're going to react. Right. So ever since then, ever since then, you know, Jordan has been a little different. You know, he he's. You know, he's shown that, you know, he's he's trying to get his little business off the ground. You know, one of his teachers, you know, helping him. He want to do T-shirts and, and sweatshirts and stuff like that. Um, she gave him some homework. She said he went above and beyond. Uh, so now I got to go buy him a, a printing machine, you know, so we can we can go ahead and he can start making his own money. Be a be a fifteen year old entrepreneur, right? So you know, and helped out with journey, you know, did all the little stuff, right? So that was George. So he was like, okay, it worked with him. Go over to Jada. She said, okay, understand. Not less than twenty four hours later, Jada was like, man, bump what y'all bought me. I'm finna do me, cause I want to hang out with my friends. I want to stay at the sleepover. Everything went left. And that's that's the thing. You don't know which one. Of, the, the point behind the story is you can use different techniques to try to get your kids to do whatever it is that you want, to, want them to do. Whether it's you earn it or you in turn get it and see how they're going to react. And there's no there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just whatever worked with your kid. But the reason I told the story is two kids live in the same household. One did one showed different. The other one didn't. So it's no there's no rhyme or reason. And so that's why I said kids instead of parents, because parents can do everything. That the in their power that they feel that's gonna help their kid talk to them, you know, show them different things, and the kids still go off and do it however they want to. Yeah. Now Jada did come. She did. She did. She ended up getting a whooping, but she did come apologize before she went to bed last night. But the moral of the story is. Being a parent, there's no handbook. Nope. <laughs> there is. And it's called the Bible. Always pray for your babies. Teach them how to pray. Because there's going to come a time when they're going to need to pray. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that that is true. I, I agree with that. But, you know, I guess what I'm saying is our parents didn't, didn't tell us, hey, this is how this is how you need to be a parent. Type thing. That's what I mean. And the reason and, and something that you said earlier, the reason they couldn't teach us how to be a parent because they parents didn't teach them how to be a parent. Because you have to remember in some in some of the some instances, our grandmother they was just picking cotton, yep. picking cotton and having kids. They they ain't know nothing about how to be a parent. Cause I I think if I'm not mistaken, shoot, I think my grandmother may have been 15 when she had my aunt. Yeah, 
I think she was like 17 when she had my mama. So it's, it, they ain't know either. They just, they just winged it until they figured out whatever worked for them. So yep, they went as they go. Yes. And so, and that, and that's the thing, like we, we have to try to do things differently. Or we think that we have to try to do things differently than our parents did. But a lot of times we come back and we start realizing that how we were raised wasn't that bad. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, Big Big Mac, um, you know, he down there with the Wolverines and the sticks, you know. Hey, he went a long time before the internet failed him, you know, but somebody get this man a booster. He needs internet booster. I don't know what or he need to cut down a tree or something. But at the end of the day, like, it does take a village to help you with your kids. And I know if you see my kids doing something, I don't have no problem with you correcting them. Just like you shouldn't have a problem with me correcting your kids. And just like uh, Big Mac said, now, really, you really think about it, sometimes people be afraid to even... Like, say something to people, kid, that they know. I don't, but, you know, some people do. Like, if I seen a kid that I knew, I would say something to them if I seen them doing wrong. But, you know, sometimes people be so, they skeptical about even saying anything because they don't want that drama. They don't want, you know, smoke or anything like that from somebody coming back saying, hey, what you said, why you said something to my kid, you know, um, don't talk to my kid. You talk to me, and that go that goes to um. That what makes it tough, you know, when you can't when you can't like check a kid, say nothing to a kid. That makes it tough. So. So if and if you out there, hey, we 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 not we're not trying to tell you to um we're not trying to tell you what to do or how to do with your kids. They're just our opinion, how we feel. So we don't want nobody to come back saying, man, these dudes don't know what they talking about, and this, that, and the third. Hey, they're just our opinion, some of our life experiences. And some of the stuff we've been through with our kids or kids that we know. Just our two cents. We're just trying to pass on knowledge. That's what the whole purpose of this show is, to pass on knowledge. And if we if we touch one person or we touch two people, that's that we've achieved our goal with this podcast. So uh so we we we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up right there. Moving on to the um stamp of approval section. Uh trending topics of the day. First one, Charleston White versus T.I. and Lil Boost. What you got, Big Mac? They telling the truth. What he telling the truth about? Some of the stuff he's saying make a lot of sense. Like he's saying about he talking about you coming at a T.I. don't talk about you coming at a, a kid coming at my kids to get these kids. You out here selling dreams to our kids, but when somebody chest out your cow, it's a problem. Um, I just look at it like this: Char- Charleston White started with them bo- them little boys, though. He started. They ain't no, they- the thing is. Everything is about a dollar bill. Yeah. He he, he started with King and um, I can't remember Boosie's little boy name. He started because King and him like best friends or whatever. 
And he started with both of them. But see, they had to, they should have realized that Charleston White all about clicks, likes. Yep. And yep. so, and so when they gave him the time of day and both of them responded, he was like, got him. They boosted him. Yeah. He was like, got him. And so I seen it. Yeah. And so, because I seen a video of Boosie. Boosie said, you know, I ain't even responding to that dude. I ain't even giving him no energy. Yeah, T.I. gave him everything he wanted. But on the other hand, T.I. gave him everything he wanted. But T.I. said he responded to him because not only did he talk about King, he talked about his wife. You know, so... And he and basically T.I. was saying, man, if you had an issue or you want to, to talk, we could have talked and you ain't have to do all of that, which which is correct. And he could have he could have said, but Charleston White is un he's unapologetic about if any of these rappers or these celebrities say something to him and they threaten him, he a snitch. He he unapologetic about being a snitch. And, but see, people have to realize, and T.I. finally caught on to that as the day went on. And he said, you know, when people don't have talent, they have to find a way to get some type of uh, publicity. And he said, <laughs> he said, hey, I ain't even finna let this guy uh, get no more of my time. And. Cause you know you got two, two kind of snitches. You got ones like Charleston White. That let you know, six nine. But you got a lot of jokes that snitches that had it on closed. Yeah. Hey. Don't get charged drop. Yeah, I but mean. I'm saying something. Yeah, that yeah, that that that's true, man. I mean, I I just I just think it's I just think it's crazy. That, you know, and that goes into the topic of of what we were saying. Where did we go wrong? Because people, people in the in the news have been saying why Boosie and why T.I. don't check King and Boosie's son. Why they daddy don't check them. But people don't realize that them boy 18 now, they've been checked, but they still so-called adults. So you as a parent can only do so much. When your kid is out out your house, yeah, because I like the way he responded when yeah, I said somebody said why can't check him king? He said that's my son. I tell him everything up under the sun, but sometimes you got to pray for him and let that knee get scratched up. Exactly. And I but that's the thing where he's been on, like hey. Look, man, I've I've talked to this kid. I've I've chat. I whooped him. I've did everything. Hey, I'm finna let him get his knees scraped up. Then when he get his knees scraped up, he'll understand what I've been trying to tell him. So, and King King to me, in my opinion, he's trying to feel like he's Ti, like he came from Bankhead here in Atlanta. You can't, and he never. And only thing he did on Bankhead was go over there with his daddy. That's it. That's it. And that's the same thing that I be trying to tell my kids. Hey, I came from a bad situation, but you ain't you don't know nothing about that. You're a suburban kid. You're a suburban kid. You don't know nothing about projects and all that stuff like that. You don't you don't know nothing like that. And that's the same. Trying to relive you can't. You you can't. That's why his dad worked hard. Exactly. I I one thousand percent agree with you, my brother. One thousand percent. Uh, next topic. Atlanta DA requests um ex- a trial extension on the Rico case with Young Thug and Gunner. What you got, Big Mac? Freedom guys. Free slime. Freedom guys. Freedom guys, let them out. This don't make no sense. So, so you remember we had did we did this topic, uh, or it was something that came up in one of our shows, that one of our first shows. 
and I told you, and I, I say, Matt, I say, I feel like, and I could be wrong, I feel like the DA Russian. And the reason I say Russian is because you know yourself, when you got snitches, snitches, if you got your case built around a snitch, you ain't got no case. No case. Because snitches are only good for what you te- what what you're able to give them. And if you ain't able to if you ain't able to give a snitch what they looking for, that snitch will be like, what? I ain't never say that. So, and I was looking at this lawyer on TikTok, and he been spot on about this case from the jump. He said, hey, he said, I would have never done a press conference saying my case is airtight. Because there is no such thing as an airtight case. Nope. And he said, I would have probably never did a big press conference like that. He said, I probably would have just said, you know, we have them in custody and um, so on and so forth. But she basically went at, at the beginning of it. She basically said, hey, I need snitches to convict these guys. That basically what she said. Now you're saying these 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 young men been in jail for seven months, seven months. Now you saying, oh, we ain't ready to go to trial in January. We gotta wait till March because some of the co-defendants don't have a, a public defender. Come, come on, bro. Come on. That's what they gonna kill them. Hearsay. Yeah. So you relying on hearsay. And, and that you guys ain't broke. They got money to get lawyers. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if they don't have money to get lawyers, while public defenders are free. So that to me, and, and like and like the lawyer said on TikTok, he said he said if he said if he was Young Thug's lawyer and Gunner's lawyer, if the judge grants. He said, I'm arguing, hey, we ain't we ain't, we don't need we ready to go to trial right now. We don't need to wait to march. And if we have to wait to march, I I my client needs to have bail. Exactly. ASAP. Because everything they said, it's been a scare tactic from the DA's office. Oh, gun and young thug threatening people. His lawyer, they lawyer said, show him the paperwork. <laughs> Who they threatened? They they ain't produce. That's what I'm saying. So you can't you cannot try to, and that's what happens a lot of time. And when you, this ain't an R. Kelly situation, what you and I both know the reason why R. Kelly is is in prison. It ain't about what he did. It's about his catalog. It's about his catalog worth over a billion dollars. All them songs he done wrote. All them songs he done sang. That's why R. Kelly in prison. Exactly. And we, we gonna keep it a book. Because the dude got retried for stuff he did that he got off. He got retried again and you putting them same people on the stand that this man got, he got acquitted for. And you ran them right back up on the stand. Come on, man. OJ number two. Exactly, man. OJ went to prison for for twelve years for 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 taking his stuff back that was stole from him. When it really was about what that Casey beat. Exactly. That's almost like the um the the Tennessee uh, star and safety got locked up Sunday for beating up a dude for breaking into his house. His house. Like. He didn't shoot him. He beat he, him. They got into a fight, but he was breaking into his house. So he got locked up for getting his house broken into. Hey, the hey, hey, Nick Saban sent that boy over there. That's a plant. Nick Saban sent that over there as a distraction. <laughs> hey, man, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know some of you, you guys out there, y'all think I'm being serious. Monty, I know, look, I know you waiting to chime in. I was joking. Nick Saban didn't send that dude to um, he didn't send him to rob the dude's house. I'm joking, okay? So, 
Um, but so, but that that's that wraps up the stamp of approval section. Now on the sports. What's your takeaway from uh Saturday college football this past Saturday and the upcoming Saturday Big Mac? Teams better check themselves. Hey, we can't let that slide. Come on, what what team? Call them out, cause I know who you' talking about. Call them out. Everybody from Bama. Everybody got to be checked, cause uh, Bama's ain't good as we thought. You let Georgia with a one a game against an unranked team at home. By four points. Would have been out of the top team. Yeah, hey, they looking for... We beat Missouri at their house at night. But y'all said Alabama got built. Yeah, hey, but no, no. See, their excuse is we were playing with a backup quarterback. Now, the same backup quarterback that they had just said was the second coming of Lamar Jackson. The week before. Exactly. And if I ain't mistaken, one of your four or five star coming out of high school. He was a four star coming out of Katy, Texas. Okay. And he played well in Texas. He from te- he he ain't no true freshman. He been in the system. This is second year in the system. He a red shirt freshman. It ain't like he tr- a true freshman. Okay. End of discussion. So, I'm just saying, I just, I just put it to you like this. I hope that if, if we're in a close game, if, by we, I'm talking about Georgia, hopefully we get that favorable whistle like Alabama did Saturday. Because people keep talking about that first pass interference, oh, that boy wouldn't have caught. He was going to catch that ball. He would have caught that ball if that boy didn't grab him. That's one. Exactly. Two, that la- even if you weren't going to call pass interference, right? Because you want to say it was a bad pass. He still was holding him before the ball lean got there. Exactly. So you don't know if he would have been able to make a play on the ball because he was getting held. Not to count the number of face masks they missed. We ain't going to get into all that. Nobody. Yeah, no, nah, I- I'm just saying. I mean, um... So, hey, I, I, my weekly, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Willie Ray Woodbury. But them sooner look, them sooner look good Saturday. I ain't get to watch it. You should be happy. 49 nothing. 49 nothing. Lincoln Riley rolling over in his grave right now. Dan Lanning rolling over in his grave right now. Shout out to Bubba Doug. Shout out to Bubba Doug. Dan Lanning, he told me that Brent Venable was a better coach than Dan Lanning. Look, I mean, Oregon ranked 12th. Oklahoma just got their teeth kicked in. Boomer, soon. In the Red River shootout history. Hey, Brent Venable might be, hey, my homeboy did, he, he surprised me and he said, you know what, man? He said, maybe Brent Venable need to bring in a coach that can inspire kids because he seems more of a teacher than an inspiration. He was like, he don't have what Kirby and Nick Saban got. He was like, Nick Saban and Kirby can teach, but they inspire their team as well. And it shocked me because he gave Georgia credit for something. It shocked me. I didn't even know what to say. So, but... I mean, Alabama got away with one, um, but this 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 Saturday, I'm a Tennessee Vol fan. I ain't gonna say that. I'm a Tennessee Vol fan. Yeah. Hey, I'm a Tennessee Vol fan because I bet with them. That's why I'm a Tennessee Vol fan. I'm not really a Vol. Who? Stop it. If ten, if ten, if the game was in, if the if the game was in on um, Tuscaloosa, 
I would agree with you. But they be cheating up there in Rocky Top too. So I'm just saying. I think I think uh Tennessee win Saturday, Michigan win Saturday, um Utah gonna upset uh SC. Um what other big game there is? Well, there's a couple other ones. I don't remember the other one, but those those are the three main ones that that I'm thinking. Who who you got in those three big games? You say what? I understand your 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 you coming in chopping. Penn State. Yeah, so. So you rolling with Penn State? Yeah. Starbucks. I like Michigan because they're at home. So move, move, moving on to the NFL, um, I'll say the Cowboys are hanging on by hope and a prayer. And, I mean, ain't nowhere. Everybody keep talking about this boy Cooper Rush should start even when Dak healthy. You ain't finna beat too many people throwing for 110 yards. Not at the That's court. what they fail to realize. You ain't, you're not about to beat people throwing for 110 yards. And, and, and really, you think about it, that boy wouldn't have fumbled. That was a seat. That's seven points right there. Name somebody they played since that been gone. Mm. They ain't really played nobody. Exactly. Uh, Sunday gonna be the first game that I really you will really get a get to see, and 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 I feel that the Cowboy Jared Jones gonna be like, hey Dak, sit one more, sit one more game, and just just so he can see if Cooper Rush. Can take them somewhere, but I feel like in the NFL, Cooper Rush can't make all the throws where Dak can, and you got to be make you got to be able to make them throws in clutch moments. People can say whatever they want to about Dak, but a lot of Dak's downfall have even in that first game they ain't blocked. I don't care who you are, I don't care if you Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. If your offensive line don't block, you gonna look like Baker Mayfield. So, they always trying to find the next great white hope. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy here, man. This guy. This this guy here. But I think only reason I think I I, I need this to happen because me and money bet. I need us to break even. So I need Tennessee to beat Bama. And um, I don't care after that. If Tennessee beat Bama, the other game won't really matter to me. Dallas and Philadelphia. I don't even know if we bet that. No, we bet Penn State and Michigan. That would be bet. Penn State. So, y'all, you, you, so you were going with Dallas over Philadelphia? Nah, me and him bet Penn State, Michigan, and Alabama, um, Alabama, Tennessee. And, and then... He wanted to talk Noah about my braid. Now, I ain't know he was a Philadelphia Philly fan until they won the game yesterday. Then he wanted to start talking. Typical front runner. Front runner. That's the only game they're going to win. Come on, man. We're gonna, we, I don't know. I, I don't need, well, it's, it's, it's drizzling. I don't know if they're going to play today. Well, they, they going to, but it might be delayed because it's you know a little rainy up here. So, but um, and then you know another thing too about the NFL. You know my last thing for today. We need. I think they need to start being able to challenge roughing the passer, just like you could challenge a, a pass interference. I feel like they should. You should be able to challenge the roughing the passer. It was too. Egregious calls this past weekend. One, 
pretty much cost the Falcons the opportunity to go down and win the game. With that bootleg mm-hmm. on fourth down, that bootleg pat roughing the passer call on on Grady Jarrett. Then Tom Brady going to say, I don't throw flags. But you were looking at the ref begging for a flag. And that's why he got the flag cut. If that would have been Mahomes, the play would have kept going. No flag. That's what, The same play happened on Monday night. Mahomes got sacked and got through to the ground the same way Tom Brady they ain't called no flag. Mahomes just got up. You know Hey, they've been protecting Tom Brady for years, man. Tom Brady should have won that first Super Bowl. That was not a dog on tough. Yep. I agree. I agree, man. So, <laughs> it, hey, it's it just crazy, man. So, we, I feel the NFL is a bunch of parody. The NFL, I don't think there's no one great team. Like, Anybody could win the Super Bowl this year, in my opinion. It's, it, it's a lot of parity in the NFL. I know one thing. If Tampa win, ain't watching it no more. Dude, Tampa Tampa not winning no Super Bowl, dude. I'm just saying. Tampa, ta- Tampa not winning. Tom Brady, he worried about off the field stuff. He, he, he just on the field. His body on the field. So, that's just what I think anyway. So, so, but at the end of the day, you know, I think that uh, this going to be an exciting upcoming weekend of football on, on, on college football. And I think it's a couple big games in the NFL that's going to be very intriguing. So, and let's not forget, it's going to be a big game in high school football. Early County Bobcats against Brooks County. Got I almost forgot. Early County go. Early County gonna beat Brooks County. They must gonna win because Big Mac didn't say nothing. He got quiet. I'm going. With, I'm going. I'm going with EC. We gonna lose now. <laughs> <laughs> We gonna this dude been hating on early kind of all year. We done. Man, man. Don't sit there and lie like that, bro. We we done, bro, man. We done. Don't sit there and lie like that, bro. Now I will say this. Shout out to Fred Me. I will say this. We gotta run more. We gotta run more than four play. We got to. I just leave it at that. You got you got you got anything else, Big Matt, before we sign off? Alright. Hey, as always, as always, thank you guys for listening. Until next time, what are we, Big Mac? <laughs>